Right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Coach's Corner. I'm your host, Robert Imbriali, and this is our first show of the new year. And I'm going to tell you something. I was motivated to do this show primarily today because I had uh, interactions with a lot of people over the holidays, family, friends, uh, businesses, business owners. And the, they're, what's happening with a lot of people is they're not looking forward to this year. They're actually coming at it and they're saying, you know, really, you know, we have another year here. Is this really going to be, uh, you know, spectacular? Is it going to be wonderful? Is it going to be amazing? They're not feeling it. And more than that, a lot of them really didn't get into what we call the Christmas spirit this year either because they couldn't get together with family and friends and there were no, there were no Christmas parties this year. I never got invited to any parties this year. It's really weird. Uh, it's the first year that that's happened. And so it's been really strange. It's been a strange year. I want to talk to you a little bit about it today. First, let me introduce myself to those of you who don't know me. Um, I've been a coach now since 1995. I coach primarily business owners, uh, entrepreneurs, not the same thing, uh, professionals, and uh, a lot of coaches as well. And uh, it's been my pleasure to be sort of on the cutting edge of the internet. I got online back in 1984 for the very first time, made my first sale in 89, and I've been uh, sort of on the cutting edge of that ever since. And one of the things that my clients really do when they hire me, what they're looking for is they're looking for someone to guide them. So my job in a lot of ways is the guy that holds a flashlight, right? I hold a flashlight to cut through the darkness, to help them be able to see their way forward uh, in the midst of what we are seeing right now is a lot of chaos and a lot of uncertainty going ahead. So I become even more important during these times for my customers. And that necessitates me not to just sit around and hope things are going to get better. It really requires that I dig deep into the issues. And I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the things that I've been finding, some of the hope that's there, because I did promise you this is going to be a little ray of hope. Uh, you know, we're going to make sure that you have that uh, feeling by the time we're done here today, that you feel like maybe there is some hope over the horizon, because I know it feels pretty hopeless, right? We have had two years that have been challenging. And I'll take you back to, I know I talked about this uh, when Mitch Axelrod was here last week, um, but I talked about it in, in terms of March 2020 when the lockdowns happened. And it shocked us all, right? We no, no one ever thought that would happen. What, we're afraid of an invisible molecule? Something so tiny you can't measure it? It's so small. And here we are locking down our businesses. And that my, the fear that I had wasn't about the virus, never was. What my fear was, was that they could shut you down and you can't earn a living. But, you know, for me, it's not just the earning a living, it's the companies and the people that I support. I'm really concerned about them. So I decided that I'm not going to stop working. In fact, what I was encouraging people to do back then, I still encourage it to this point, is try to keep your day as normal as possible so that you're not as disrupted as, uh, you know, a lot of people were. What happens when we have consistency in our day, we have the habits going on, we're doing the same thing, we're getting up at the same time, we're having the same cup of coffee and all of this, it gives us a form of certainty. And when we have certainty, it's easier to navigate the uncertainty. It's always going to face uncertainty, but the more certain we are going into it, the better. It's really hard to start from uncertainty and then face even more uncertainty you get, you get my drift. It's not as easy to do. So I spent a lot of time, not just mainstream media, but digging beneath the headlines, going deeper and deeper, and trying to really figure out, get a feel for what's happening. Do I always get it right? Absolutely not. You know, sometimes I get it, sometimes I don't. Uh, but what I do is I, I really look at 
uh, the reactions that we're seeing from the customer bases. I'm looking at the normal people who are not business owners because they are the customers for so many businesses. I'm looking at how businesses are reacting, what's working, what's not working for them. And all of these different pieces come together and I'm able to form opinions and form uh, strategies uh, for my clients to help them move forward. So this conversation today was motivated by my cousin, Marie-Christine. Bonjour, my cousin. Um, she was uh, texting with me over Facebook over the holidays, and she was frustrated, right? Very frustrated that, you know, this isn't going away, that it continues to this day, and she's getting it from her friends, and, you know, her friends are on a different side of the argument than she is, and back and forth. We're all experiencing that, right? The divisiveness in our society, it kind of cuts like a knife, and what's happened is, you know, you don't believe what I believe, I'm cutting you out of my life, I'm unfriending you, I never want to talk to you again. It's pretty intense, isn't it? I don't unfriend people, right? When, when we have a difference of opinion, I, I really look forward to that. Um, I don't unfriend them because the truth is maybe I can learn something from them. And I'm not going to hate somebody because I don't agree with their politics. Why would you do that? But that's what's happening today. It's really changing the face of our relationships in a way that is not fun, is not friendly. So I sort of sensed her frustration. I was at the grocery store today and I asked the lady in the cashier that I see all the time there. I said, yeah, you're looking forward to the new year. No, not looking forward to the new year. I talked to my business owner clients and the same thing. They're like, oh, you know, I don't know. This is taking a lot out of me. I'm so frustrated. I'm so angry. I'm, I'm, I'm fearful about what the future is. Are we going to make it? Are we going to be enough sales? Are we going to get locked down again? Are, you know, it's just we don't know. We don't know what's around that next corner. It's unsettling. It really is unsettling. It's kind of like the analogy I like to use is like, like being in a rowboat and you're in the middle of the ocean and the waves just keep coming and keep coming and keep coming and you don't know where land is. You don't know, you know when the storm's going to stop. It just keeps coming. And uh, it's not easy to navigate, although what I do find is that if you have a positive outlook on things, even though things are wild out there, if you can manage your inner space, right, the space, the things you can control, uh, you do much better. And a lot of my clients, I, I tell them that. I say, you know, like, look at your feet. Are your feet solid on the ground right now? Yeah, they are. Okay, good. Did you eat something today? Yeah, did you get a shower? Yep. Are you got clothes on your back? Yep. You got lunch? You know what you're going to have for lunch? Yep. Okay, we've got something to work from. So we're better suited now to see, to really be facing whatever uncertainty happens to come. The trick to it is to be strong but also be flexible. Now, I know that sounds like, what are you talking about? Be strong and be flexible. You've got to be strong in the face of all this. And being strong, part of being strong is you got to be able to flex, but don't break. You know, when, when new mandates come out or new restrictions come out on your business, what you want to be able to do is to say, okay, I understand what's happening. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this right now. This has changed. How can I change? What can I change in my business to be able to continue to move forward? Now, there, the truth of the matter is the entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneur is a French word, entreprendre, it comes from that French verb. To, literally in English, it means to undertake. So entrepreneurs are undertakers. And what we do is we are the ones who will take situations that are challenging and we will always flip them on their ear and look for the opportunity. Right? And a lot of entrepreneurs I know are doing that. They're flipping things on, the, on its ear and they're saying, okay, what are the opportunities here? And they're able to move forward through that and be able to recreate themselves or recreate their business or reformulate what, the, what it is they're doing to take advantage of it. I was on a call this morning um, with some clients who were doing video work and they're just like, man, this is so good. We, you know, we don't have to travel anymore. They're really excited about it. They get to spend more time at home with the kids and their wife and, and all the rest of it. And it's like, you know, there really are some good things here. 
It's not so bad, uh, you know, to have uh, some of these lockdowns. So I wanted to share a couple of things with you. I, I don't normally have notes, but I didn't want to stray too far because I know the way I speak, I can stray quite a bit. Um, and I wanted to kind of stay uh, on target here. So one of the things I want to share with you is that it is always darkest before the dawn, right? We've heard that story again and again and again, and it's true here. Uh, you know, I think uh, Tony Robbins talks or Jim Rohn talks about uh, in terms of everything, life is a bunch of seasons, right? And right now we're in winter. And the truth of the matter is, I grew up in Montreal. I know how cold it can get up there. Ooh, really cold. No fun. Uh, no matter how cold it got, no matter how much it snowed, at some point, at some point, the sun came out, the temperature rose, the snow melted, and the flowers bloomed. No matter how tough it is right now, you can go back and look at any horrible period in history, it doesn't last. Anything that's really, really bad doesn't last. We get to the point where that sun's going to come out, the temperature's going to come up, and the flowers are going to start to bloom, and we're going to get to the other side. So what we need to do right now is we need to look for the signs. We need to look for signs that things are working out for us. We have to look for things that uh, give us clues, if you will, that, you know, we're breaking through. The message is breaking through, that the narrative is failing, that the game that's being played on us, the, the big hoax, if you want to call it that, that's being played on us is failing. And that's where we're going to gain our strength. That's where we're going to be able to continue to move through everything that's going on right here. So I'm going to share with you, uh, let me pop this up on the screen real quick here. This is um, Megyn Kelly. For those of you who know, she used to be on Fox News, and she has her own podcast. She's on Sirius XM Radio, and she has a very popular YouTube channel. And this week, she came out with a video, and it was kind of mind-blowing. I don't normally watch her, but it was kind of mind-blowing. It said, the COVID truth that's starting to come out now. And when I watched it, it was really interesting because what she was talking about was if we look at the COVID truth that's starting to come out, she went into all of the details that all of us that have been paying attention, real close attention to this, have been talking about for a long time. And what really stood out to me is like, this is mainstream media. Well, not actually fully mainstream, but darn close to mainstream media. That video, by the way, uh, as of an hour ago here on YouTube, had 1.2 million views. And you can imagine she's got a huge audience on SiriusXM, plus the podcast audience, plus all of us sharing this all over the place. Challenges, you can't share it on you know, some social networks like Facebook. Um, it does get blocked. It doesn't, you're not allowed to share it there. Um, so not fully broken through yet, but certainly it's on YouTube. That's a big win. It, you know, that kind of thing wouldn't have been there before. So now it's there. So now we'll start to look and say, okay, that's a huge ray of hope, right? That, that it's being talked about and this many people are getting exposure to what's really going on. And I thought, that's really cool. That's really great news. Darkest before the dawn starts to get a little bit light. I'm starting to see a little bit of light. Soon we're going to see those rays of sunshine peeking over the mountaintops. That's when we start getting cool, right? That's when things start to really shift. So I'm starting to see that. And when you talk about social media, uh, the way it is today, you talk about corporate media and you see that people are uh, getting censored. And even if you're not getting censored, people are self-censoring. What does that mean? They're not posting as much. They're afraid because a friend posted something, they shared it from somebody else, and they got shut down. They got blocked. They got you know, timed out or jailed or you know, whatever, you want, whatever the terminology is of the day. And they're afraid to share. So people are posting a lot less. 
well, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of the social media network because the whole idea is we're sharing our experiences, we're sharing our thoughts, we're sharing ideas. And, you know, knowing that the Big Brother's looking over your shoulder and telling you what you can and cannot share is disconcerting for a lot of people. And a lot of people have moved away. Now, that's the dark side of that. The good side, the flip side is there are a lot of new social networks that don't do that, or they promised not to do that. And I haven't seen much of that yet on the other networks that have popped up. Now, First two years, very scrambly, nobody knew what to do, you know, you know, all of this. You know, third time's a charm, right? So this is the third year. I think we're gonna we're gonna start to see that, that that foundation now is becoming a lot stronger. A lot of these other networks, by the way, if you have not been playing on other social networks, you'd be surprised how good they are. It was kind of interesting to me when I first started uh, looking at all of this. It's like some of the networks were, yeah, yeah, you're not playing in there. You know what I mean? You're not going to do anything with that. And then there were some other ones that were really, really good. And over the last year or so, they've really gotten better. And here's what's really, really cool. It's kind of like the Apple strategy, right? Apple wasn't the first one to come out with a smartphone. Uh, they weren't the first one to come out with a watch. They weren't the first one to come up with a tablet. Uh, the iPad was actually something Microsoft built 10 years prior but they didn't do a good job of it, didn't catch on. So Apple looked at everything that was out there, and what they did is they just recreated something, and they fixed all the problems that were with the old ones, and they just made it better. And I think that's what we're seeing a lot with a lot of these new social networks as well. They've looked at what's out there, what's working, what's not working, what do people love, what do people hate, and they're able to put these new networks together really quick. They can get up to speed with what other people have done because they've already done it, right? The first guy is the hardest because there's no map. There's no model to follow. You're creating it all on the fly, all by scratch. You don't know which way to go. But now that it's already done, it's very easy for another company to come along and do a better job. And you're starting to see that. A lot of new social networks are actually better uh, right now than some of the older ones. I, I assume they're going to get even better still. So... Don't limit yourself. Go out and play in, in other realms if, if you're having the fear of being shut off. You know what I mean? Uh, you don't have to play there. You can go, uh, you know, have a look and set up accounts on other networks and, and really get a, get a feel for what else is out there and, and really be able to share again and start connecting again and start doing all the things that social networks were meant uh, to do for us. It was supposed to be fun. It's got to be fun. It should be fun. We should be able to share. We should be able to do all this stuff without fear. And that's kind of cool that there's some new networks now that are allowing uh, for that to happen. So we've gotten organized, and I'm starting to feel that there's a certain momentum building. I know that, you know, if you look backwards, if you try to drive your car looking in the rearview mirror, a lot of people are doing that right now, looking at the past two years and going, uh, no more of that. Well, start to look forward. And like I said, look for the momentum, the momentum starting to build. There's, there's shift happening, shifting away from a lot of the mainstream media. Their numbers are dismal. Right. People are not watching. They're tuning it out. So what's happening? The advertising dollars are going where? Out the window. Right. They're not getting much advertising revenue. How are they going to continue? Well, they're not really going to continue very well without ad revenue, without viewers. Uh, you know, any social network is only as good as the number of uh, you know, users it has. When we stop putting content on these things, these things die. Think of MySpace. Think of Friendster. Think of Rise. Think of all the social networks or, you know, go back a little bit further. Some of you who are a little older, America Online. America Online, in the 90s, people thought that was the internet. It wasn't. It was a private service that could lead you to the internet. You could go through it to get on the internet. But most people thought they were on the internet when they were on America Online. It was massive, 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 massive company. Where is it today? It's now called AOL. It's owned by um, Verizon. And it's pretty much nothing. It's a website. That's all it is. There's really nothing left of it. Completely gone. So... 
when the users go on to something else, these things die. So if you're not happy with the social network you're on, go find someone, go find another one. I know it's a pain in the butt to rebuild all your following. You got to follow more people. You got to invite all your friends. And I know it's a lot of work to do it. It's worth it though. I really believe it's worth it without having that, you know, over the, or looking over the shoulder of feeling that we all have on, on, on social today. So you know, take my word for it. Go have fun. <laughs> you want to find me, you can find me on pretty much every social network right now. I've got accounts everywhere and I'm testing them all and finding the ones that I like and the ones I like I'm spending more time on. The ones that aren't so good, I'm spending a lot less time on. I'm just playing around. Uh, you know, I don't know where it's going to land. I don't know which one is going to end up being, you know, the next Facebook, if you will, or the next Twitter. We don't know, but you got to be on them and it's a good idea right now to get your accounts made. So um, we have mask mandates here in California again. And I find it very fascinating. And this is sort of the momentum feeling again. This is not a bad thing. This is a good thing. I feel it, find it fascinating that very few businesses, there's like one or two that I've run into so far, and I've been in and out of a lot of stores in the past couple of weeks, are enforcing it. Most of them aren't. And there are still a lot of people wearing them, but there's a number of people who aren't wearing them anymore. They're just like, you know, I've had enough. I'm done. And they're tuning all this stuff out. This is good news because compliance doesn't get it to go away it gets it makes it stay non-compliance is how it goes away when you stop complying stop playing along with the rules they got to do something else because whatever they were doing isn't working anymore don't make it easy on them right <laughs> push a little bit and i started to see that and i'm like you know this is really good news this is this is this is showing me that a lot more people are getting the megan kelly message and getting the message of glenn beck and these other people out there who are fairly mainstream and starting to share this and starting to share you know what I've been talking about now for two years. And, and back in April of 2020, in my mind, this whole thing was done. Done. Why? Because the numbers didn't add up. Nothing made sense. I couldn't match A to B. I couldn't find C. None of it made any sense. So in my mind, April of 2020, you know, nearly two years ago now, for me, it was over. And I think a lot of people are getting there now. They're like, okay, yeah, you know, we've played along, you know, but nothing now is making a whole lot of sense. So, uh, you know, we're done too. We're, we need to move on. We need to go do other things. Um, this isn't working for us anymore. So I'm going to encourage you to do a couple of things. Number one is to find those groups. I know I've got people who contact me this week and they say, you know, it's really lonely. It's really lonely over the holidays. I didn't get into the holiday spirit. I get to see no one. That's a bad thing. But the good thing is we have tools. So I'm reaching you. I mean, you're coming into your home with this video right now. I'm coming into your car, you know, wherever it is you're listening to this. If you're listening to the podcast, I'm coming at you, uh, you know, and it's fairly live. I feel great. I'm having fun doing it. It is not in person, but it's as close to in person as we can get uh, for the moment for a lot of times. A lot of things that we're doing right now, it's the best we can, we're going to be able to do. So I did that on, on Christmas. I got on Facebook. I did a Facebook uh, video chat. I invited all my family members, and some of them came on, some of them didn't. It was nice. We spent over three hours chatting. That was fun. And, uh, you know, okay, it's not like getting together. It's not like cutting a turkey together, but, you know, it's as best we can do. What I encourage you to do is start looking for the people who believe like you believe. You'd be surprised. A lot of people are afraid to share what their true beliefs are. You know why they're afraid? Because they don't want to get rejected. So they go out there and they camouflage it, they hide it. And then when you start talking about it, you find out whether they're on your team or not on your team. If they're not on your team, no big deal. You know, it's not the end of the world. But I find that I, I 
breached in this conversation with pretty much everyone. And if they're not on my team, wish them a nice day. You know, hey, you look great today. Good seeing you. And go on because you can't have the conversation you really want to have. But you find a lot of people are on your side. A lot of people are uh, informed. They are paying attention. They are awake um, to what's going on. You can have those conversations. This is critical. This is really a critical piece to this whole thing because, number one, it makes you feel better. You don't feel so isolated. You don't feel so alone. Number two, it also does the same for them. And number three, the more of us that do this, the more powerful we become as uh, a mass. And we got to keep doing it. So find those groups on whatever social media network you're on. They're out there. Uh, start creating them. If you can't find them, create your own. Believe me, people will follow because we're all looking for it, uh, especially after the holidays where people are just feeling lonely and isolated. Um, we're all looking for that right now. So everyone's hungry for where's my group? Where's my posse? Where's, where's my people? Right? Um, it would be a great time if you want to start a mastermind or start a... A social hour, right? <laughs> there are some people that said, you know, hey, Friday at three, we're just going to come together, bring your drink, and we're going to get on Zoom, and we're all going to have a drink together. Okay, simple. Share a beer, you know, whatever. Um, you can certainly do a lot of different things to, to start to get the thing rolling again, because it's been dead now for two years, and we got to get the social part going again. And that's what I encourage you to get, get started. Um, it really is, I think, if we look at the, the macro of everything that's going out there, I really believe it's time to get back, with it, back to our lives. It's time to stop playing this nonsense. It's over. It, it does, it's not at all what they promised it was. Uh, you know, it was hyped way out of proportion. And, uh, you know, we're at a point now where it's like it's laughable at this, at this juncture, right? And I think it's time to get back to your life. It's time to get back to your relationships. It's time to get back to building your business, creating something new, planning to go on a, a nice vacation somewhere, uh, you know, rekindle those relationships, people you haven't seen in a couple of years. It's time to do that now. It's time to really start putting your life back together. And I've been encouraging all my clients to do that and, and put back those pieces that they've shelved and things that they, they thought they were going to do. Bring those projects back out. Bring out that notebook again. Go look at what you wrote down two years ago that you were going to do. You know, at the end of 2019, boy, we had, everyone had so many great plans, right? 2020, we're going to go. We're going to get in there and hit the road running. And then what happened? By the time March came, whoa, everyone was derailed. And a lot of those plans got shelved. It's time to take those books out again. It's, you know, time to get back to those things. And, uh, you know, you're going to be able to do something great uh, this year and start really launching uh, your whole business and, and your life to uh, the level that it should have been back in 2020. I think we're there. Uh, we've played long enough. It's time to uh, get back to business now. And that's what I encourage all my clients to do. Okay. One more thing before I go is I have a gift for you. Um, for those of you who are watching and are in business, if you're in business, I want you to go to this URL here. You put it right here, crushit22.com forward slash gifts. And uh, on there, what you're going to be able to do is sign up for a free 44-minute strategy session with me. And I'll work with you to help you figure out how do you navigate these uncertain times in your business? Where are the opportunities lie that you may not be seeing? Because a lot of people are focused on the problem. I tend to focus on the solution. So let's find the solution. Where are you jammed up? Let me help you find the solution and help you move uh, to the next level. So want to take advantage of that. Uh, it's a $495 value and I'm offering it to business owners only. If you're not in business, I can't help you much. Um, I could, but I really don't, you know, this is for business owners, this, this strategy session. So crushit22.com forward slash gifts and go have a look there. 
And I want to thank you for uh, spending time with me today. This has been a lot of fun. I look forward to doing it again. We'll come back, uh, you know, every week. We're going to come and do a live stream now, and uh, we'll bring you more. I'm going to be paying attention to everything that's going on. I mean, we may even make some notes because, you know, this wasn't so bad having some notes. Of course, I didn't follow most of them, but, uh, you know, it's good to have, you know, a framework for the conversation that I want to have with you. So, anyway, thank you so much for watching. Really appreciate you. Really appreciate you sharing this. If you find it valuable, share it with your friends and followers. And uh, we'll do it again. Like I said, we'll do it again next week. Thanks for watching.